Welcome to Holy and Whole, the podcast. Today's uh, session is a bit different. This will be a Holy and Whole short version of a teaching on St. Patrick's Day with the hopes that we can reclaim just who St. Patrick was and how we can emulate his life as we live a Holy and Whole life, all to the glory of God the Father and the power of the Holy Spirit through the blood of Jesus Christ. Let's go. Alrighty, folks, welcome to another episode of Holy and Whole, the podcast. So today, it's just me. It's just David Luke Whitehead. And um, we're going to be talking about St. Patrick's Day. All right, it'll be a short version. It's going to essentially be just a bit of a, a teaching lesson, if you will, on who St. Patrick is, okay? Now, for full transparency as to why my heart is so strangely warmed about wanting to talk about St. Patrick. I need to be honest with you uh, and tell you about what happened to me when I was younger. Uh, Like many of you, probably grew up in a culture where on St. Patrick's Day, you wear the color green. And apparently there was one St. Patrick's Day when I was a young lad and I was not wearing green or, see, I I actually think I was wearing green. It just wasn't the green that this kid wanted me to be wearing, the, the shade of green, if you will. And so I got pinched, and that pinching really hurt. It, it just it just really hurt. And then from that moment on, I looked at St. Patrick's Day as just a miserable day where people went around pinching other people. And I thought, like, how how odd is that? That like that's what we do is that we go around and we pinch people and we talk about leprechauns. Like you're talking about weird stuff. Like that's kind of that's kind of odd. And so, anyways, um, as I am prone to do. I decided to do some investigating to find out exactly what's the deal with St. Patrick's Day, why we celebrate it, and kind of uh, in the in the church some things that we should for sure know uh, in our lives um, because we are set apart people and we do we should view certain days different um, from from others. So okay, let's go. So here's the deal. So St. Patrick was in fact a saint. He's a recognized saint in the Roman Catholic Church, and the story behind him is this. In the 4th century, okay, in the 4th century, he was kidnapped. He was kidnapped by pirates at the age of 16. So St. Patrick was someone who was kidnapped by pirates age of 16, and he was taken to Ireland to be a slave. This is the 4th century when St. Patrick is kidnapped, and he becomes a slave there in Ireland, okay? And so his job as, as a slave is that he is shepherding. He's a shepherd over there. And while he was uh, a shepherd, he started talking to God, and he would hear the voice of God every single day. And this is actually how he came to a deep faith, uh, which, which is kind of interesting, kind of like a little side note. Think about this. Um, you know, we ask questions like why things happen to us, and, and this is a huge part of Patrick's life because uh, he was kidnapped, become a, became a slave to become a shepherd. And it was while he was alone in the fields, shepherding those flocks, he started talking to God. And his faith came through that. All right. So his faith comes through the fact uh, that he's a shepherd alone in the hills of Ireland. Well, uh, push comes to shove. And uh, a few uh, years later, uh, six years actually, for six years he was kidnapped. So from 16, fast forward to the age of 22, he escapes. Okay, He escapes out of the land of Ireland. He travels over 200 miles to a port, which is near present-day Dublin. All right, so he crosses he crosses the sea, which is a huge feat, mind you, and he ends up finding himself in the country of France. All right, and so there in the country of France, he gets 
educated and he becomes a priest, right? Truly, truly fascinating, uh, this history behind him, all right? Now, that's nice and that's that's cute and all, but what St. Patrick does next is truly, um, well, there's a lot of words you describe for it. Um, the best one to say is incredible, all right? So, again, bear with me. Patrick, he's kidnapped, he's taken to Ireland, he becomes a slave, he becomes a Christian, he escapes, he goes to France, he gets educated, he becomes a priest, and what is one of his first acts to do when he uh, is a priest? He goes back to Ireland. The man went back to the place where he was enslaved. You know, it's curious where, where most of us might would say, well, I'm never going to go back there uh, because of what happened. But Patrick actually viewed his life, the things that happened to him, as part of his story. And so what he did is he goes over there and he is able to minister to the people in Ireland because he knew the culture uh, very well. And so there, there's there's really kind of three things that, um, that that Patrick did while he was over there in Ireland. One of them is, is now he did not bring Christianity to the Emerald Isle, but he did help organize it. Uh, there was a lot of kind of chaos within the church. So he organized the church. He took a lot of pagan temples and he converted them uh, to be cathedrals where people would, would worship God. And he connected Ireland with the, 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 the church, with the Roman Catholic Church. And that's how um, uh, Ireland became connected with, with the church over there. All right, now two things that Patrick did not do, no matter what sort of myths or legends you have heard, um, these are two things that Patrick did not do. He did not remove all the snakes from Ireland. And he never actually used the shamrock to explain the Trinity. Um, actually, that the yeah, it's not the best way to explain the Trinity, but that's another story um, down the down the road. Okay, so some stuff uh, that he the also some other things that he did is he wrote a beautiful prayer that I will uh, read for you and offer for you that hopefully be helpful for you in your holy and whole life. Here's a prayer by Saint Patrick. I rise today with the power of God to guide me the might of God to uphold me, the wisdom of God to teach me, the eye of God to watch over me, the ear of God to hear me, the word of God to give me speech, the hand of God to protect me, the path of God to shelter me, the host of God to defend me, against the snares of the devil and the temptations of the world, against every man who meditates injury against me, whether far or near. Christ shield me today against wounding, Christ with me, Christ before me, Christ behind me, Christ in me, Christ beneath me, Christ above me, Christ on my right, Christ on my left, Christ when I lie down, Christ when I sit down, Christ in the heart of everyone who thinks of me, Christ in the mouth of everyone who speaks of me, Christ in the eye that sees me, Christ in the ear that hears me. I arise today through the mighty strength of the Lord of creation. And that's a prayer from... St. Patrick. So isn't it curious, isn't it curious that today the way we celebrate St. Patrick's Day, all right, is the bars suddenly get really full. Uh, People start going for certain uh, colored shirts. They like to wear green. There's sayings around there, kiss me, I'm Irish. All of a sudden, people really start liking um, Guinness, the beer that's made in, uh, in Ireland. But one thing that's not talked about is actually what St. Patrick actually did, that St. Patrick used his life 
for the kingdom of God. That where we pinch people, like St. Patrick went and, and ministered to, to people. Uh, where we like, where the, the, the big thing of today is to party and, and, and et cetera. Um, St. Patrick didn't do that. He went out and he used his life for the kingdom of God. Uh, curious enough, historically in Ireland, uh, St. Patrick's Day was actually literally a, a holy day. And it was a very solemn occasion, nowhere near what we think about now. But what happened was, you see, what happened was um, the economy was struggling in Ireland. Uh, it's the same story in America, too. Uh, remember, most everything we do in our um, capitalistic society is to make sure money is being turned over. Uh, and so um, uh, people saw a, a big hole between um, Valentine's Day and Easter. And so what do you do? Uh, you take a day like St. Patrick's Day and you say, hey, maybe instead of us celebrating this as a holy day to recognize and to honor a saint and to try to emulate a saint who's gone before us, let's, let's piggyback off the fact that the days are getting warmer, there's spring break for college kids, and we need to make a lot of money. So let's do something that will make a lot of money. And so that's how you get your festivals. That's how you get your, your partying and, and, and this, that, and the other. And not that those things in and of themselves are bad, but what happens is we lose sight of what holy days are supposed to do for us. So Christmas is a holy day meant to remind us of the incarnation. Good Friday is a holy day to remind us of the fact that Christ went to the cross and died there. Easter is a, is a holy day, all right? Now, I'm not trying to lift up St. Patrick's Day as being equal to Christmas or Easter. Please, please hear me that. What I am saying, however, is that these days we recognize saints, uh, whether it be St. Valentine, who was martyred for his faith and didn't do anything with romantic love. He just loved God a whole lot and loved his people, and that's why he talked about love with him. Same thing with St. Patrick. Um, we, need, we need to remember these saints who have gone before us, remember that we're uh, surrounded by a cloud of witnesses who are cheering us on, and to try to emulate them, to, to keep telling these, these stories. We should tell these stories to our children. These stories need to keep being passed on of what great people in our past have done uh, with with their life. I, and I think it's incredibly powerful to see what St. Patrick did with his life. Again, he's kidnapped, he becomes a slave, he escapes, praise God, he goes and gets educated, and he goes back to the place that enslaved him, and he ministered to them, and he offered them Christ, and he organized the church so the church could be on mission for God. All right? So, there you go. That is a very, very, very brief history on uh, St. Patrick's Day. Uh, my hope and prayer is that in your life, uh, this would be a day that you, we kind of redeem, that we keep telling these stories. I think it's fine to wear green. I think it's fine to you know do certain things. But I think in the midst of it, um, I'm not so much trying to tear down the stuff that we do. Maybe there's some stuff on it that we should tear down. But I, I more so want to build up who St. Patrick was and us reclaiming his story and, and telling it uh, in, in the church. Yep. Okay, so thanks for joining me today. I certainly appreciate it. And we look forward to you joining us next time on Holy and Whole, the podcast. Hey, thanks for joining us today on this episode of Holy and Whole, the podcast. We hope you'll join us next time on your favorite listening platform. Now go live the Holy and Whole life.